um hey guys our famous intro's back so i don't know if we really have to put a trigger warning on but today's episode but we do speak about like deaths and people like dying and friendships and trigger warning if you've ever had somebody like do you dirt or some real shit so it might trigger you so we did speak about that i did speak about some cases of dead people and i did speak about you know a little bit of things about their cases like their autopsies so if you guys just mentally cannot handle that i advise you not to listen to this podcast though i do feel like it's not that bad and you probably could just skip through because i do give some like tidbits on friends and so welcome to this episode of friends jealousy and all that other shit i <laughs> it was nice to talk to y'all see y'all tomorrow <laughs> love y'all hey y'all hey y'all hey y'all welcome back to another episode of pov with soji where you came for the conversation and stayed for the vibes oh love you guys miss you guys i'm not gonna do the whole rant that i've been doing every time i miss a couple days because it's getting ridiculous at this point y'all get it i'm going through a lot of life changes right now so it's been real hard to keep up with this but by listen by 2023 january 2023 we're going to be pushing content out like that last episode i told you about all the content that i got scheduled and stuff i've been trying but we listen june january 2023 mark my words content left and right all right now that i got that little bit out the way let me get into today whoop, whoop. no nah, okay i was gonna keep rapping but let's not all right <laughs> um let's get into our affirmation because let's just get into it all right so our affirmation today is i have the courage to be seen Yes, I have the courage to be seen. See, now here's my thing. I use that affirmation today because it's been real. I've been going through a lot. So I'm going to get into it probably in a future podcast, probably tomorrow's podcast. I don't know when I'm going to drop it, but I'm going to get into it. I've been doing like a lifestyle haul, overhaul. And to take up space in these different areas, it, it becomes daunting and intimidating and I just feel like I need to affirm that I am that bitch irregardless. Like, every, like I'm not going to sit here and be like, everything I touch turns to gold because, like, even though that's what people know me as. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I feel like when I do things, I do it right for the most part. And who am I to let people make me feel like I'm not allowed to be in that space? Yeah, I'm fat. Yeah, I'm black. Yeah, whatever the case may be, whatever the space is normally not used to, I might not be it. But I don't care. I'm taking up space and you should take up space too, girl. So back, let's say one more time, I have the courage, the courage to be seen, period. Now, today's journal prompt is, see, I didn't really want to do a journal prompt today because I've been emotional and I really don't want to deal with the journal prompt and I haven't journaled for myself in a while, but I feel like it'd be wrong to do this without one. So we just did a little, little, little mind dump one, I guess. So the journal prompt is what's on my mind right now. And honestly, I read this quote and it, it ties up beautifully with what we're talking to today talking about today so we are gonna this is what's on my mind a jealous friend is a dangerous enemy i'm gonna say it again snap 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 a jealous friend is a dangerous enemy now growing up my mama told me not everybody's your friend i already had that in my head but i realized like as i grew up and as i met new people from different walks of life not everybody has that to 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 most people, until you do something to them, then everything is good. You know what I mean? Like, like for me, 
in my head until you don't do something to me everything's fucked up you know what i mean but i guess normal people um until you fuck them over they kind of like trust you you know which is such an odd concept to me but i get it i guess but it's hard to not it doesn't matter i'm gonna get into it the point is i didn't realize not everybody was like that and and I used to tell people, like, stop calling everybody your friend. Like, not everybody's your friend. You think that's your friend, 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 friend. Like, and to them, they're like, why wouldn't she be my friend? She didn't do nothing to me. It's like, no, that's not your friend. That's your acquaintance. You know what I mean? Like, that's somebody you know. They're not your friend. And you don't know the type of behaviors that they might exhibit in the next two, three years. Like, I just feel like you have to be real careful with people, but not everybody is like that. And I understand that because not everybody has had the same life experiences as me. So... Now keep that quote in mind. I'm sorry for the noise y'all hearing. I'm literally laying in my bed. I'm not even by the the um I'm not even by the window, but you can hear them. They're very loud today. Everybody's zooming and zooping because it's the snow's been on and off, so people are scared to get caught out here, and I don't blame them. So today's podcast is obviously obviously about friends and i'm gonna name this probably friends jealousy and all that other shit i like that name i don't know maybe but i wanted to talk about some things because a lot of things have been coming a lot of things have been coming to light and it's not like we didn't know these things existed it's just we didn't think it existed as much as it does you know so i don't know if you heard about the girl shanquella um i'm sure her name is like shanquella robinson i think it is she went um she's a 25 year old girl she went with friends that she knew for a while one of them I think her longest friend was like about five six years maybe even longer I'm not even sure but I know that she knew him for a while um she went on this trip to Mexico with her friends these were her friends like she loved them I assume because you don't just go out of this country with people you don't love and trust so I'm gonna assume that she loved and trusted these people and within 24 hours of being in Mexico she was dead and that to me is crazy it's crazy that you can't go somewhere with people that you've known for years that know your mom that have been a part of events about a part of life situations like when like if you knew somebody if she's 25 and she knew somebody five six years they were with you most more often than not or more more likely than not on your 21st birthday they seen that happen they seen so many things whether you had a baby whatever it came to be she has businesses and things like that so they were there for your businesses grand openings and things like that and they supported you so you would have never thought that this would be how you met your end and i think that's the saddest part because when you're with people that you trust you let your guard down so low like you basically have no guard up because these are people that you love and trust like family friends you know and to think that you love and trusted people so much and you went on that you went on a trip out of state first of all mexico is outrageous people are dying in mexico as it is mexico can barely keep up with what's going on over there so it just feels real set up on her friend's part but for her, she didn't know it was coming. And it makes me so sad because I could imagine like what her posts were the before when they were getting on the on the plane or when they were going on a trip or when they were tagging each other oh, seven days till our girls' trips or seven days till our friends' trip. Like that, it's so sad, like seven days until my death. That's really what happened. And if you ask me, these friends set her up. I don't care what anybody says. Nothing just happens where 24 hours into being on a trip and now we're brutally beating our friend. 
if you don't know and you haven't gotten into the story, they had called her mom. Well, the beginning, there's so many stories. Her mom said there's a bunch of different stories. But one of them that I read was that they called her mom and said that she had alcohol poisoning and she had no poles and all of these things. And by the way, they were back home in, I think, Charlotte, North Carolina or like North Carolina, somewhere around there down south. Um, they were back home before her body was even like found, I think. Like I, it was there was a lot. Like, they were back home, and if that was my friend, there was no way I was leaving without her body. That's that. And I just think it's crazy that you know her mom, and you're calling and consoling her mother and and, and trying to be there for her when you murdered her daughter. Like, a video have, has come out showing the Dijonet girl, one of the girls, beating on her. And when you look at it, like, Shanquella on her social media, she looks thicker and, like, but she's really, she's a small girl. And to be just throwing her around and stuff the way I seen in that video was crazy because it's like you have to be mentally ill like that's what my husband said you have to be mentally ill to do something like that because so for someone to not be fighting back not arguing back or anything and you're just throwing them hitting them beating on them and your anger is not even not only is your anger not diminishing but you're not stopping like you don't feel no need to stop you feel like she deserves this and this is supposed to be your friend I don't care what could have happened on that trip and at first I was thinking like maybe one of the guys on the trip was like someone's boyfriend and something happened no them guys were gay and and that's another thing I want to touch on I just feel like gay men always have a part to play in things like this like like I'm not saying everybody that does listen my experiences with gay men is different from yours so you feel free how you want to feel but all the gay men that I've known are very much mixy and I just they always are they have a tendency of amping things up and then like backing out of the situation. Like, like, um, I'm going to give a quick story. Back then I had a gay friend and a cousin of mine and a cousin of mine, my best friend got in a fight. And the whole time before the fight, like prior to it, like when everybody was in their rooms or whatever the case may be, my gay friend was like amping my cousin up, like, amping her up, like, yeah, do this, do this, bitch. Da, 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 da. Like, yeah, you got this, you got this, you got this. And then, when the time came, he was fake sleeping, wasn't paying attention, didn't know what was going on. Oh, my God, I don't want to be a part of this. Like, that's my thing with gay men, that they want to be mixy and they want to be female-like until things get go too far. And then they feel like, oh, I had no parts or, oh, I'm a male. I have nothing to do with that. That was between the girls. And it just irritates me because in the background of the video, you can hear the male, the male literally say, you're not going to fight back? Shaquella, get up. Fight her. Get up. Like, no, she obviously didn't want to fight. And as her friend, which I think the that male that was speaking was the one that she was friends with for the longest, you should have gotten involved. And I think that's crazy that you just sat there recording somebody beat on your friend of five, six years. Crazy to me. But I digress. Um, You may have different experiences with gay men, but I've had multiple experiences. Like, I'm from New York City. Like, you guys, like, come on. Like, you know what type of gay men I know, you know you know, like, if you, if you know, you know, and y'all are very much mixy, and we kind of just let it go, because, oh, the gay friend, like, trope, and how much we love it, but I'm getting tired of it, and I'm getting tired of them putting us in situations that we wouldn't have been in without them, like, like, yes, girl drama is a thing, but it, I promise you and guarantee you, it would not have gone as far as it did without the men antagonizing and egging it on, period, but I'm gonna move on, so that whole situation happened with Shankola, I'm very upset, it made me very upset, it, like, gave me like it triggered like a past trauma which later on I'm going to get into that but I just want to give you a couple more cases because people are kind of like acting like 
oh, we're just getting mad about this, like on a one-off thing. Like, but no, this is not the first thing. Do you remember Kanika Jenkins? You remember Skylar Nice, where her friends, like she snuck out to go hang out with her friends and they brutally stabbed her to death, like murdered that girl. Then do you remember the other little girl? She was sacrificed by her friends because they were like into something called like Slenderman. I think you can look it up as like the Slenderman murders, sacrificed their friends. She survived, but nonetheless, they were trying to kill her. Um, there was another story that I can't remember the girl's name and I feel so bad, but she had become friends with like the outcast people or whatever the case may be. And they sacrificed her and murdered her. It's just like, and the root of all these things is normally jealousy, hundred percent. And as much as people like to be like, oh, you think you all that or you're the main character. Everybody's the main character in their own lives. And some people just can't accept that. And I feel like that's where that comes from. Like, you are beautiful. Like sometimes the jealousy may be looks and you are a beautiful girl. You're beautiful. That girl's beautiful in her own right. That doesn't negate your beauty. And for you to get to a point where you're rationally jealous about it and you're willing to hurt that person or willing to, to try to ruin or manipulate their lives in certain ways is crazy to me. And that's why a jealous friend is a dangerous enemy is like at the forefront of my mind right now, because I've already been speaking about friends and things like that with my husband lately. And to see this come up, it just was like solidifying my thoughts on things. Like I was just saying, oh, I'm thinking about like, you know, reaching out more. And I even got a book, like how to be a better friend and that I should be reaching out to these people because I've known them for X amount of time. But knowing somebody for that for a long time doesn't always equal loyalty. That is one. Obviously, we have learned that. And two, is it really worth it? Like, I feel like you should have your little crew. And when I say little crew, I feel like two, three people that is like people that you would hang out with, that you trust, like that you would go to their house, they'll go to your house. I'm not saying you can't have people you don't go to, you go to brunch with or things like that, or you hang out at parties. I'm not saying you can't have that because there are friends for that. There are friends for occasions. I get that. But in the same breath, like stop calling everybody your freaking friend. It's ridiculous how much I see everybody. Oh, me and my friend, me and my my best bitch, my best. Stop doing that because these girls and, and, and sometimes men too, they will do anything for a bag. They will do anything for some pussy. They'll do anything for some dick. And I went off on my social media about it, like on some real graphic because I was very, 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 very upset because it's ridiculous how jealousy is pushing us as women to commit things that we shouldn't like whether it's trying to get with your friend's boyfriend whether it's successfully getting with them because you're you want what she has whether it's sabotaging them when they're on a diet and you're always like oh let's go out to eat i'll pay like there are people that like there are little things that you have to kind of like pick up on and and start cutting people off i'm gonna get into some more stuff but i want to talk on what jealousy is and some people kind of just see jealousy as oh i look better than her and she's mad that is not always jealousy and i just want to speak about um, the three types of jealousy all right there's rational jealousy which is when there's a genuine reasonable doubt especially when you love a partner and fear losing them rational jealousy can occur so when i say rational jealousy i'm saying something that's rational like okay like if me and you are both in the trading scene and I'm making it to or reaching new heights that you just don't see yourself hitting or you haven't been able to hit yet. To have an inkling of jealousy, I understand. That's that's rational. You know what I mean? Something you're working towards to watch somebody else get it. It can it can sting a little and it can cause you to be jealous. Understood. That's rational jealousy. Not saying it's okay, but that's the more like accepted, like socially accepted type of jealousy. And I understand that being like not a bad thing like that might be a cause for motivation for some people like you know so I see it being a a so-so depends on what it is but let's get into the next thing family jealousy the typical this typically occurs between family members such as siblings now you know what that is that's like you know oh mom likes 
likes you more, favoritism, I'm jealous, things like that, you know, or the regular jealousy, like, oh, he's better at a game than I am, she does this better than I do her makeups, regular things, which I don't really find harm in, though that can get out of line if not nipped in the butt correctly or not addressed, I I think that is healthy and it's normal. Here's the problem. Pathological jealousy. This type of jealousy is irrational. And that is what I think happened in all the cases that I mentioned earlier in the Shinquella case. I think it's irrational jealousy. Like, I'm not saying that girl is beautiful. She is beautiful. Her friends are attractive as well. So to me, it's irrational jealousy. And from what the autopsy is saying with her front with her face and how it was messed up and stuff, it's giving that you were jealous of her, her beauty, of the money that she got, of her businesses. You were jealous of it. And again, I was I would couple that with rational jealousy because if it's something that you want to do, I get it. But this is what I mean where it's not always good. If you couple rational jealousy with pathological jealousy, it becomes a thing. So like it started off rationally like, oh, I wish I looked like her. She's skinny or her hair is beautiful or her business is good. I wish that was me. And then it becomes irrational when you start feeling like everything they do is to make you feel less than. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, she only did that. She only bought them YSLs because she knew that I wanted them more. That, like, you know, things like that. And then that's when I think it leads down a bad road. It, it starts it, and it becomes what happened in Mexico. I feel like it started with like, you know, we were all friends and, you know, she started to glow up and level up in her own ways. And you guys weren't in the same bracket as she was. And so it, you know, that was the first ping of jealousy. And I feel like they sat on it and they, and I don't know their relationship. I wasn't around, but this doesn't just, this doesn't just happen. So I'm just going to go off of what I know as experience. And from experience, what normally happens is the first ping of jealousy occurs. And then as time goes, they start adding on like, oh, she thinks she's all that. Oh, look at how she's posting her pictures. Oh, look at what she's doing. Look at how she's spending money. Oh, what if somebody robbed her? I, I just, well, you don't know what could happen tomorrow. You, you start doing these things and you're just building up this threshold of how much you cannot stand this person. And at some point, you, gen, you genuinely hate them because you wish you were them. And now you're just hanging out with somebody that you hate because that was your friend. And what are you going to say? Oh, I don't want to be your friend anymore because you're, you're better than me or you're doing better than me right now in life. Like that comes across crazy, you know? So you're not going to say that. So you're just going to keep being around them acting like crap is cool. And the moment one little thing happens, it becomes a big blow up. So I don't know if it was an argument or a back and forth. I don't know what happened, but I'm telling you once it becomes like a, like I've had this happen, like we're cool, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool. And then, you know, you make a joke or whatever. And now they're like blowing up and you're not understanding why they're blowing up because we always joke like this, but when you've been sitting there loathing someone and you hate them and you're jealous of their life and you your secret you have the secret animosity that happens you're gonna blow up you know what I mean you you feel like everything they do is to make you feel less than so would like come on you know so you guys are understanding where I'm coming from so that's why like I was reading on online when I was like looking up jealousy and stuff because like I know jealousy from my standpoint but I wanted to de- like delve into it a little bit more. And people are like, you know, jealousy is not that big of a deal. Like, you can be friends with jealous friends and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, you can't. And I need people to stop saying that. Like, I'm saying, I'm not saying you can never be friends with them. I feel like if we're in two different places in our life and it's really affecting you as a person, then distance yourself until you get to a point where you are comfortable with yourself. And then we can come back. Sure. But to be like, oh, just, you know, stick it out with them is crazy because, like, what if they never do anything? And now the jealousy just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and now they hate me and I don't know that they hate me and they're my my life just like evil eyeing the shit out of my life you know so it's like I don't feel like you should be friends with anybody that's jealous of you in any way whether it's a relationship whether it's financially whether it's the way you look whether it's the things you do whatever whether it's just your genuine aura as a person because they're sad right now and they're not feeling themselves 
you should not be friends with anybody that is jealous of you. And I just, I, that's just my, my two cents because I've been through the things that I've been through and I just don't want other people to go through that. Especially like I wasn't killed, but I could have been, you know, like imagine. So it's up to you. If you feel like that jealousy is like, you know, because they're in a bad place and it'll, it'll blow over. Sure. Feel free to make whatever decision you want. But from my standpoint, I really feel like you can love from a distance with somebody who is jealous and envious of your life. And maybe in the future when they're happier in themselves, you guys can come back together. But for, for that time being in that moment, you shouldn't. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, you may not be able to always tell when somebody's jealous of you. So I'm going to give you some stuff. Um, big things are like, you know, you tell somebody something good and they like react negatively. Like, oh, I've like I'm gonna keep using trading because that's my life. So like if I call my let's say I call my best friend and I'm like, oh, I just got a withdrawal of that amount of money. And they're like, girl, you better hope it actually hits the account. Ha ha. Or girl, what if they scammed you? Or like you know what I mean? And okay, it's one time it's okay for you to say it one time. But every time I bring it up and you're being funny about it, that's a little that's a cute, you know? Um they frequently try to outdo you or one up you. See, now here's my thing. I think friendly competition is a thing. And I have that in a note here, like competitive friends on how that can be like an iffy thing. And I wanted to speak about it, but we're going to hand to hand that right now. So I do think competitiveness and jealousy are two different things. Do I think it can blur a line? Yes. Um, I have no problem with your friend make when your friend does something makes you want to level up like kind of like in the running community friend of yours may run a marathon and now you want to run a run a half marathon now you want to run a marathon and so forth and so 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 far you know what I'm just so far ah I can't find my words but you get what I'm saying so far so far and forward you, I can't find my words right now but anyways you get what I'm saying so things like that is healthy like in the training community too like they're always one upping oh i have a 50k you have a 75k yeah i got 150 you got 250 those things are healthy like competition as long as you know how to compartmentalize that it's competition and you guys are just like trying to make yourself better for the next person like you know like you're trying to make the other person better and yourself you, you, this is all about like leveling up each other okay it's another thing where it's like you get engaged they get engaged you get married, they get married. You have a baby, they have twins. You have this, they do. Like, and it, that kind of becomes like, okay, like, are you just, like, what's happening here? Like, or like, you say you're going to do something, but you don't get around to it or you're you're not able to do it right then. And then they go and do it and feel like they did it the best. And now they're in your face like, oh, look at what I've done. Like, those things are weird. And so, like, again, competitiveness is a thing, but I do think there's a, a fine line, a fine line. They make you feel bad about yourself. I feel like that doesn't need an ex explanation. I know sometimes we do have a tendency of like the hee hee ha ha and with our friends and stuff, but you can tell when things are more than just a joke. And as much as you want to sit here and tell yourself, no, they're joking, you know, especially if you have to side eye for a second, like, oh, but they're just joking, you know, it wasn't a joke because you can tell when it's a joke and you can tell when it's not. And that's that. And some people may not have the like common sense or whatever you want to call that to decipher that. But, um, girl, you have an inkling. You know, and you know what friend I'm talking about. And and you're I said it and you thought of that person, cut them off. Period. Anyways, they struggle with insecurity and self-esteem. I kind of like said that earlier. You get me, like, you know what type of friends you have around you. And it's okay, like, if they feel fat. Like, okay, like I have self-esteem problems where like I feel overweight, uncomfortable, things like that. But do I feel like my fit friends like feel like I'm jealous of them hell fucking no because I'm not I love that they are fit I love that they look as good as they do oh I love it so much but 
you can tell when someone's jealous of you. You get what I'm saying? Like you can tell when they're insecurity, they're projecting it on you. Like, or, or like, like, you know how like you're like, you might be a fatter girl and you have fat friends too. And they might post something that you wouldn't post or dress the way you wouldn't dress. And then you kind of like, like they kind of project onto you. Like they're like, Oh girl, I would never like, Oh no, look at your, like those, mm, those people cut them off. They don't offer support pretty much cut and dry. I don't really need to like explain that. You know what it means? <sighs> I'm taking a breath because it's a lot when you're thinking about how even to be friends with somebody, you kind of have to like do like this deep dive of like, who they are as a person before you agree to to bring them into your life like that. You know, it's just, it's crazy to me because I feel like in middle school, like things were so much different, but even then they're doing it then. And I remember situations in middle school where it's kind of like, you probably should have just cut them off, you know, and you don't know because you don't have a freaking adult brain, but okay. So now another thing I do want to talk about is we already spoke about insecure people, competitive people, um, low self-esteem. We've talked about that, but you know what they're missing and what people aren't speaking about? The chameleons. And the chameleons are the people who do everything you do. And here's my thing. There's a fine line. Like you might inspire somebody to do something and they might actually fall in love with it. And that is okay. It's another thing where everything you do, they do, you know? And then that becomes a kind of like a, you start side-eyeing it because it kind of comes across like they want your life. And that's weird. Like, I'm going to give you a healthy example. Me and Flora, we both want the same things in life. We want to be married. We want to have like a farm. We want to raise children. That's something we want in life. So no one's chameleon. Like it's not like, oh, she's latching onto my ideas and vice versa. No, that's just something that we both mutually want in life. So mutually, you know, we, we vibe on that level. It's another thing where it's like, let's say my best friend, like she freaking hates it upstate. She hates it here. <laughs> she hates that I want to farm. She hates that whole vibe. She just hates it it'd be another thing if one day she just woke up with her spouse and just came up here and they got engaged and they moved up here and bought a farm and now she's farming and she's a homemaker and she she trades and she gets into real estate and she like just imagine like everything you've ever done somebody doing it that is that is weird and also a freaking problem and I feel like that should be checked in like checked because it seems like that can go farther than you think. I've definitely like listened to a bunch of snap stories and like murder docs where that like where it was like, oh, it was cool, cute in the beginning. And then the girl ends up killing you because at some point, like the the, the gist of that is that they want to be you. You know what I mean? So at some point it just it's not enough. And And if they can be as much as you as they want, but you being here kind of ruins it because then. Like, it's obvious, you know? Like, so they'll fucking kill you. And that's a thing. And I know that sounds dramatic. But please be wary of the people that don't seem to have their own personality or don't have their own thoughts and things like that because they tend to get swept up in things easily. And you don't want them to get swept up in the excitement of who you are as a person. And then next thing you know, they're jealous and angry at you and you're fighting and and going through these internet, internet battles and back and forth. It's just not worth it. So, like, just be wary of those people as well. I'm not saying it's always bad because like I said, some people you just happen to have the same life goals as and which makes sense because they're your friends. But there's a point and you can tell. Listen to cues. And that's what I'm that was going to be the next thing. Listen to the cues. Like sometimes things might not even come across as like what a malintent, like my husband said. And I'm going to jump into the story real quick. He said it himself. and He said it best. He's like, you have to look for cues and stuff because when I met your friends, I had no feeling of like 
like you being unsafe. Like, like I could tell that your mom didn't feel that because the way everything seemed, it just seemed like everybody vibed with you. Everybody loved you. It was Chanel this, Chanel that, Chanel this. And so it was hard to pick up on it. But when you look back on it, it's kind of like obvious, you know, like it. And when I tell you the story, you're gonna be like, what? So like one time in college, we were all drinking and it was supposed to be a drinking game. Like, oh, I'm every time somebody takes a shot, you help, we all have to take a shot. And at one point, it was cool. Everything was going. My husband doesn't really drink, so he was just smoking, like, paying attention, keeping cool, like, watching everything. And at one point, they were, like, shoving the bottle down my throat. Like, first it started with people were covering the top and pretending they were taking the shot and then giving it back, like, here's Chanel, here's Chanel, here's Chanel. And I was drinking. And in the beginning, my husband was like, okay, well, she's a heavy drinker, so she let me. he let me go. Then it came to a point of the night where they weren't drinking at all. They were just pouring the Seveca bottle down my throat. Like he's saying like I like the Seveca alcohol was coming out the sides because they were pouring it down my throat and I was unable to drink it fast enough. He's like, my eyes are fluttering back. The, the alcohol is falling out of my mouth. I'm barely like, there's barely a pulse. Like I was dying and he almost beat their asses that night. Like for real, he was gonna, he was like, I was gonna kill people. Like we were together for only maybe like, couple more weeks maybe a month two months so like he didn't have like if this happened now they wouldn't be alive 100 percent. but he knew something was wrong there and he got involved and for like the next two days i was literally like fighting like alcohol poisoning like like i i we thought he thought i wasn't gonna wake up in the morning he went to class came back and was like shaking because i was still in the bed had not moved and these people didn't come in and check on me or anything after that night of forcing alcohol down my throat did not check on me. And so it makes me think, like, had I not gotten with my husband, right, and we done that drinking game, I would have been dead in my bed for how long before who came in there, what, before they came in and asked for weed? Because that's when the next time I seen them, when they asked to smoke. So it's crazy. And these are people that I know since diapers, since like young kid and we went to college and people switched up and it is scary. And it scares me when I think about it because it's like I could be dead and they would have not cared because I was the quote unquote alpha. Or I was the, the leader of the pack and people had like a jelly, a jealousy of it because it's true. Like I had everything. I had the bigger room. I had the, the money. My mom took care of me. We did this. We did that. Everything I asked for, I got. Same time, like I'm the only person out of this group of people that I'm talking about. I have a car. I have a like house that like you know what I mean so it's obvious that the jealousy was there and he like he thinks about it he's like I could see it now there's cues there there were things that were said there were like the way people would act around you like I can see it and it's like it's sad you didn't see it because that was like your your family so to you it's just how your family is but from the outside looking in it's sad and it's scary to know that I don't like he said he don't want to send his kids to college because he can't control what other kids do and how other kids see their child see his children and I think that is sad and I think it's something that needs to be spoken about a hundred percent so that was just a little story about like you know how people can pretend to be your friends and as soon as they see like a opportunity to hurt you they will and so and that's what I mean like that's the same people that like will mess with your man or whatever as soon as there's any opportunity to hurt you to kind of like knock you down a little bit they'll do it and you really need to be careful with that for real for real um I wanted to keep going on about like how envious people affected our life and my life and stuff like that but it's we're 30 minutes in y'all so I'm gonna just let y'all go I hope I gave y'all some tidbits on it I love you guys so much and I'll see y'all on the next episode Bye.